I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, now that we have the schedule, our friend Cynthia Freeland, who, uh, of course, is a friend yeah, of the show and, and uh, has been on the show, uh, it, it does uh, she projects her win totals now. For the AFC, the NFC, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought we'd take a look at that here. We'll do the AFC first since, well, that's where the Steelers yeah. play. And this is Steelers Nation Radio. I don't know if I necessarily agree with her assessment here, but we'll we'll see. I mean, this uh, is a mathematical equation. This yeah. isn't her saying, well, I think this seems good, this seems bad. I mean, you know, to her credit, she plugs it in the, into her model and it comes out and these are our results. These things always get me because everything's close to the mean I know no one's 14 wins or three wins. Right. Or, there's never, there's never, it's everything's usually between six and 11 or 12. Like if you move from 7.8 wins to 8.4, wow, that's a huge jump where it isn't in the real world. <laughs> it's half a game, but that's how math works. I mean, they get right. That because it, you know, yeah, it takes everything into account. She runs millions of these you know, mm-hmm. things before she comes out with her numbers. So she's predicting the Kansas City Chiefs at 11.6 wins to be the uh, the the number 1 seed in the AFC. Well, yeah. 11.6 I I think if if you told Andy Reid right now, "Hey Andy, you're going to win 11 games this year." Right. Think it be, or not. Or number yeah. 2 or you 11 and 6. Would you be happy with 11 and 6? Andy's going to say no. Nah, I'll I'll take my chances, right. Yeah. And and That's I don't a big win total. Like I think the the winner of the AFC this year is, wins thirteen games. Yeah, I mean that's usually the case. I mean, yeah, the Eagles could go fifteen and two. Right. You know what I mean. Um, she has the Bengals at eleven wins. Yeah, if they win eleven, so Kansas City's over under is eleven point five wins. That's her win total. So mm-hmm. they barely get over that according to her projections. Okay. The Bengals are at 11 wins. Their over-under is 11 and a half. Real quick, I just want, I, I, while you were talking there, I pulled up Warren's just strength of schedule. Only two teams, the, the Patriots and Bills, have a tougher schedule than the Chiefs. I knew they were near the toughest. Yeah. But they have a brutal slate. Not that Andy would still say 11 and 6 is cool with me. Right. Uh, so 11 wins for the Bengals. The Bills' win total is 10.5. She has them coming in at 10.6 wins. They have being a really is, rough schedule. Is the AFC East champions. Okay. Point up their schedule. They have another one. They're one of those teams that has to 
host a game, go to London, or yeah, host a game, go to London, host a game. You know, that's yeah, rough. brutal, yeah. brutal. Um, the Ravens, she has at 9.9 wins as the top wild card in the AFC. Their win total is 9.5. That's a big number. That's a, I, I don't, I don't see them getting there. I don't either. I want to see where Warren has those guys 22nd easiest. So like the 10th hardest schedule where the rest of the divisions right in the middle Steelers are a little above the line. I think, and, and even she makes mention of weeks four for eight, four through eight will be particularly interesting for the Ravens who travel to Cleveland and Pittsburgh, then London to play the Titans in consecutive yeah. weeks before games against Detroit at home in Arizona away. That's four out of five games on the road with one taking place in Europe. So we're all guilty of this, you know, oh, they got the Texans, they'll win that game. Oh, they got the Titans, they'll win that game. But that's the last way they want to play the Titans is yeah. after Steelers in a different continent. As she says here, Detroit's odds in week seven improved 0.31 percentage points based on this stretch for Baltimore. And that's with the Ravens playing at home. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Based on the schedule, how it breaks down that you're on the road, three straight games, basically. Yeah, that's hard. Really hard. It's tough. Um, um, she has the Jets at 9.8 wins. Their win total is 9.5. So I just, I'm looking at it too. What I think is interesting, what she says here is they have the hardest four game stretch to start the season. Bills at Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. I mean, at least three of them are home, but that's no fun. I mean, I'm not picking them against the Bills. Right. I'm not a new picking, quarterback, a new coordinator. Yeah. I'm not picking them at Dallas. I may pick them in week three against the Patriots at home, but I'm not picking them in week four against the Chiefs. I want to go back just for a second because I knew there was something that was on my mind about the Bills. From week 11 on for the Bills, the Bills get the Jets at home at Eagles by, okay, nice, at Kansas City, Dallas at home, at Chargers. New England at home at Miami. Like Yuck. that uh, second half of the season. <laughs> Yuck. Bills. Yeah, are we are we sure the Bills are going to be a playoff team? That's what I'm leaning. Like one of my favorite bets of course is Steeler over under wins. Over? I might just go under on the Bills. I'm sure Vegas has them high because they're a good football team. They're at 10 and a half. Yeah. That's a rough slate, man. That's a really rough slate. And again, you're one quarterback injury away from that being a, oh, yeah. a stretch, a stretch yeah. where you don't win any. Right, right. Um, then, then you win your bet if Allen misses any time. Yeah. Uh, so the Jets over over the Dolphins, who come in at 9.6 wins, their over-under is 9.5. I get it. But, I mean, as is the case with the Steelers, it's hard to win five or six division games when you're in the AFC East. Right. That, I mean, if you go three and three in the East – I just like uh, three and three. Mm -hmm. um, that means you can't, you've got to, to get to 9.6 or let's call it 10. You can only lose four other games. Right. So side note, if I'm the Patriots and a genie came down and said, you'll go three and three in the East, I'll say, I'll take it. And for much of Belichick's career, they're six and oh, six and oh, five right. and one. Would you do the same if you're the Steelers? Three and three, yeah. Three and three in a division. I'd take three and three in a division. 
I think I would too. I mean, that Monday nighter here is sure favorable, but the other five are coin flips at best. Um, the Jaguars come in at 9.3 wins. Their win total is over under is 10. Part of me screams that they're the plexiglass principal. Like, yeah. I love their quarterback and coach, but do we think they're a good team? They've they're set a for a regression. Team. Yeah, they're going to get that first place schedule. Um, you know, they've they, been that's a team like one year in the last two decades, and they've never handled it. That's the other. That's what I mean, right? Like when when I say the plexiglass principle, history shows when you take a giant step forward in this league, almost always you take a small step back. The problem is, is I don't think any of the other teams in that division are capable, right, of supplanting them. Now right. they may be an eight win team this year and win that division. Uh, I don't know. I don't see them getting to 10. No. They have the ninth easiest schedule because of the sixth division. Because of the teams they play in their right, division, right, right. yeah. Uh, the Browns come in at 9.3 wins. Their over-under is 8.5. Okay. So she mentions weeks 12 through 16 – at Denver, at Rams, Jags at home, Bears at home, at Texans. Maybe they could get on a on a heater there. I don't see them winning at Denver. Probably not. Denver's it's a, a tough hard forecast, and, right and they're not bad. Right, right, right. Should beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Jaguars at home is a toss up. Yeah, Bears at home might be a toss up. The Bears are going to be a tough team to play against. I, they may not win a bunch of games. Yeah. But they're uh, they're going to be a, a bear, no no pun intended, to play against because oh, of Joseph Fields. I mean, he could single-handedly beat you at Texans. Okay. So if they, I mean. Just the gotta, style of play is hard to play against, and it's not something you see every day. Yeah. Bears. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they could be in it. They could be. It's Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Uh, it's, it's all about Watson, more so than any team to me. Without a doubt, yeah. Then she has the Steelers at nine wins. Their over-under is eight and a half. Yeah. So I according mean, to her... I understand it. According to, to her projections, your wild cards in the AFC are the Ravens with nine and a, 9.9 wins, the Dolphins, or I'm sorry, the Jets with 9.8 wins, and the Dolphins with 9.6. Jacksonville no. is the AFC South champion. So, Cleveland and Pittsburgh would both just miss the playoffs. So one thing we talked about quickly off the air is since the schedule came out, the Steeler over 8.5 wins in the casinos in Vegas has been getting hit hard. You know, people are catching on. that we, We've been telling them for weeks. People are catching on. So even if that goes to 9, I think you and I would still take the over, that 10 is more likely than 8. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing about her projection. So if you read this, it says, according to my model, the Steelers' most likely record by their week six buy is two and three. That's the one part I kind of didn't agree with. I don't agree with that at all. No, I think there's a much better chance of a winning record than a losing. And then she said they four still have- one's more likely than one and four. Right. 
they still end up with at least nine wins by week 17 and 56% of her simulations. Remember, we're still months away. So if they're going in most of her projections, they're going two and three, but they still end up with nine wins in 56% of her simulations. Mm-hmm. If they go three and two or four and one to start, now you're looking at 10 or 11 wins. Exactly. Yeah, she isn't winning like seven out of the last 11. Along those lines, what you would what would break your heart is if you and I are right, and this is a double-digit win team, and you still miss the playoffs, and an eight and nine team in the NFC goes. Yeah, well, that would stay. Seven win, you know, like yeah. uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know that. It, I think if you win ten, you're, you're probably, probably you're probably in. The the but thing about wild card, you, you're gonna yeah you're gonna be a wild card. The thing is, this year, I mean, to me, I think you got to look at that, the uh, the conference schedule, because the the thing about it is, you're not playing the Dolphins, you're not playing the Jets, right, right, right. You're not playing the Chargers. You're not uh, all these teams that would be in the mix for that with you. You're not going to have a head to head tiebreaker. So then you got to start looking at the conference record. Like that Raiders game's huge. That that Raiders game is huge. The game against the Texans is huge. Yeah, game against uh, Jacksonville. The game against Jacksonville the Titans, real big, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, you love that you're playing the South. Yeah. For that you, reason, you gotta you gotta beat the Patriots. You gotta beat the Colts. You win those games, and they're all winnable games. You're gonna be sitting pretty. So that's a great point. So they have eight non or six non division AFC games, and they get the South. Right. The you can Patriots. make some hay. You could. I mean, you sweep the South. Yeah. which is certainly possible. Or if you go three and one against the South, let's say you lose to a Jacksonville. Yeah. 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 And you, you still, and one. you still manage to go three and three in your division. Well, where I was going is right. Right. I mean, those six AFC games that aren't against the North are the easiest division in the conference. The Patriots here on a short, short, short week. And at Vegas, who's a bad team too. Like six and zero isn't crazy, and that's yeah. going to win tons of tiebreakers for you. That's going to win all kinds of again because you don't have any head to heads. Last year they lost right, out right. because of the head to heads. Mm-hmm. Like when we're getting down to the to the nitty gritty at the end of the year, and you start looking at, well, oh, they need to, they charter. need to get this, and th- they had lost to those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had the lost to the Patriots, they had lost to the Dolphins, they had lost to the Jets. So mm-hmm. it was going to be dif- difficult for them to get in. This year, it's the opposite. They don't play any of those teams. Yeah, I doubt you're battling the Colts for the last playoff spot or the Raiders <laughs> or the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you look at the teams that are going to be in it, Miami, the Chargers, the, the Jets, um, who else? You're going to play Baltimore and Cleveland or right, Cincinnati. But yeah, he you basically know. nailed it. What's the chances those guys have well above 500 conference record? Probably pretty slim. Yeah, so win those games, and you should be sitting pretty if you mm-hmm. ha- if you get the ten wins. And honestly, if you lose to Seattle and San Fran, it doesn't hurt you that bad. But that's the case for every team. Yeah, but you'd like to have those wins, you know, at least mm-hmm. split those games. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Chargers come in at eight point nine wins for the Chargers. They're over unders nine and a half. I'm kind of surprised it, it, it's that low. Um, they have an early bye week in week five, and then they come out of that. Listen to this stretch. Versus the Cowboys. This is after after their week five bye. Uh, yeah. They get the Cowboys at home. 
which that's going to be a home game for the Cowboys. Yeah. At the Chiefs. The Bears at home, then at the Jets. Yeah, that's not easy, that's for sure. That's a that's a stretch. And then they in week 16, they play the Bills. Yeah. Um, she mentions at least they have a semi-long week because they have a Thursday night or the week before for that Bills game. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't like the chances like the right now you can you can bet she also has the 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 odds on this. Make, to make the playoffs right now, the Steelers are plus 135. That's not a bad bet. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Like, you look at the, the Chargers, for example, are minus one. I was going to Chargers I would not bet on. Minus 105. I'm looking at somebody like the uh, the Browns are plus 110. You can get better odds on the Steelers to make the playoffs than the Browns. I like that bet better as well. I probably yeah. would not bet on the Chargers or Browns to go. No, it's, it's, there's not, it's not enough there's to there to – yeah. Here's where I think things go a little wonky for her. the Titans at eight point one wins. They're over under seven and a half. I would go under that. I would love as much that. respect as I have for Mike Vrabel. Sure, I'm not buying that. I mean, the only thing they have going for them is what if they're four and two in the division? You know, I'm looking at their strength of schedule. It's seventh easiest. Well, they play the they play the NFC South this year. Yeah, so all their um, South games are nice. Yeah, which is ten games, but I think they're bad. Like I think they're a bad football team. Yeah, anyway. right, right. I, and they're one of those teams that maybe they. I, I don't know. I, I keep harping on this that I don't think Tannehill finishes as a quarterback. I don't know that Henry will be there for all seventeen games. You know. Yeah, uh, the Broncos are at eight point one wins. They're over under eight and a half. I don't know what to think of them. Their 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 schedule's right in the middle of the league. I have a lot of respect for Sean Payton, and frankly, I think, and I may regret this in a big way, I, I bet he turns Wilson into a respectable quarterback again. Yeah, well. Not a star, but a respectable <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots come in at 7.9 wins. They're over under is 7.5. No way. Yeah. I'd go she under that total. Do. I mean, they, they start the season hosting the Eagles, hosting the Dolphins, at the Jets, at the Cowboys. That sounds like going four. That smells like going four. Wow, that's yeah. rough. Uh, then the Raiders at six point eight wins. They're over under seven and a half. Yeah, I don't think they're good. I would buy. I, I'd get in on that. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans. See, this is where it goes crazy. Like the Houston Texans, five point nine wins. They're over under five and a half. I would go under the five and a half. I would too. Yeah, six and eleven seems rich for that football team. A little rich, yeah. I mean, they did some good things on offense, but they still have a rookie quarterback, and their defense is still a nightmare. Yeah. And then the Colts have the last lowest win total in the AFC at five point six. Their over under win total is six and a half. You can get See, plus like plus one hundred five. Eat plus one hundred five on that one. I don't like that. Oh, I'll take the over on the Colts. Ick. I mean. Again, I don't think they're great, but I think the quarterback play there was so bad. And only the Panthers, Falcons, and Saints have an easier schedule. This year. Let's remember, too, that's a rookie head coach. Oh, I know. I know. With I a mean, rookie quarterback. Rookie, rookie, rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback. That yeah. screams to me that they're not going to be very good. Oh, I think they're 7 and 10, 8 and 9. I think they're. Oh, I don't even see him. I don't see him getting to that total. I just yeah. don't. I mean, their offensive line is still a mess. 
See, I think they have some of that, as you mentioned, like with the Bears, just going to be hard to play against. Their style of play is difficult. You know, we'll that, see, I mean, we'll see. I don't even know what their style of play is going to be. I think it's going to be very Eagle, Hurts, quarterback-centric. Jonathan I don't, Taylor, I don't know if they play. start the season with him at quarterback. I don't know either. I mean, it might be a while. I mean, you got Gardner Minshew is not, not awful. No, like you, no. And, and you don't want to throw the kid out there and let him and let him drown. I mean, he's only he's only, what's he started? Fourteen career games. Mm. Like he needs. I think some, he'll have a package the first month or so. Yeah, he needs some seasoning. Uh, yeah, yeah. This could be a very Lamar-like situation where, you know, halfway through the season, maybe you make the change, and and I don't think he's as good as Lamar. No, no, I don't either. Um, but I, their crazy owner will have him play soon. Yeah. Well. Uh, but that's your uh, that's your AFC win totals. Real quick, we'll run through the NFC here before we uh, take another break. So, uh, over in the NFC, you got the uh, Eagles at eleven point one wins, the Forty ers at ten point nine. I'd go under that. Um, the yeah. Lions at nine point six. You see the drop off though in the in, in, in the so, NFC conference is so bad. Uh, the Cowboys at nine point six. The Saints at eight point nine. So they got four teams in the NFC who come in, presumably in her projections, with a winning record. Only, only four, did you say? I'm trying. Yeah, because the Saints are at eight point nine. Well, if they win eight, they're eight, they're eight and nine. Um, the Seahawks are eight point nine. The Falcons are eight point seven. They have like the easiest schedule in the league, don't I they? Say that whole division has the easiest schedule going. Yeah. You get the Vikings at 8.2, the Bears at 8.2. The Bears at 8.2. Bears at 8.2. Yeah. Uh, the Giants at 7.9. Giants at 7.9. Well, we talked about their schedule. Yeah, it's rough. Last segment. That was yeah. ugly, ugly, ugly. The Panthers at 7.9. The Rams at 6.9. The Commanders at 6.6. The Packers, the Packers have five primetime games, and they come in with a win total of six point four. Wow, I mean, I think they might get the seven wins. I don't know; it's, a lot depends on the quarterback. The I mean, Buccaneers that can go off the rails easily, real quick. The Buccaneers are at six point four. The Cardinals at four point four is the worst. Wow, four point four. I mean, they're they're over under in Vegas is five five. Can you imagine them being six and eleven? I can't. No, I don't see any way they get to that. No, I mean, when is Kyler going to play? Will he play? Does it matter if he plays? <laughs> I mean, he's not John Unitas, and right. the defense is horrible. And right. Hey, you can subscribe now to the drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever. You find your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.